You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review for Thursday, October 13th. I'm Portia Cook. And I'm Kira McKinley. And you're tuned into KCSU Fort Collins. On today's show, Kira McKinley goes over campus news with information on the Pride Resource Center. Then Portia covers local news with updates on voting restrictions. After that, Portia reports on music, entertainment, and events news with information on CSU's upcoming homecoming and family weekend. Then tune in for KCSU's new monthly music podcast, The Monthly Wrap-Up with Bridget and Bailey. Then McKinley goes over environmental news with updates on a deal between Israel and Lebanon. After that, I go over national news with updates on an ex-cop who shot a teen last week in Texas. Then stay tuned as you and Pert goes over updates in CSU sports. And to conclude today's show, I take a look at what Fort Collins has in store for the weather this week. The following Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast was pre-recorded on Wednesday, October 12th. Let's move right into campus and local news. I'm Kira McKinley reporting your campus news for Thursday, October 13th. Yesterday was National Coming Out Day, or as the Pride Center here on campus refers to it as National Coming Into Queerness Day. We will hear from two members of this organization to hear more about what this day means and what the Pride Center here on campus does. So I'll just have you guys introduce yourselves and your position within this organization. Yeah, my name is Soleil, I use they, them, ellos pronouns, and I serve as a program coordinator. My name is Maggie Hendrickson, I use they, them pronouns, and I'm the interim director for the Pride Resource Center. Wonderful, and what is the Pride Resource Center? Yeah, so we are um, part of the Student Diversity Programs and Services Cluster. Um, so we have sibling offices with the other SCPS offices like El Centro and the Native American Cultural Center, etc. Um, and we primarily serve and support the thriving of our LGBTQ students here at CSU. We've been on campus since 1998. Next year will be our 25th anniversary, which is very exciting. Um, so we are part of a legacy of trying to make campus in Northern Colorado um, not just more inclusive, but a place where our queer and trans students can like thrive, stay at CSU, celebrate their identities and come into their identities. And that's really what today's about. Um, It's technically National Coming Out Day, but we have rebranded that into Coming Into Queerness Day um, because we know not everyone is out or wants to be out or will ever be out. So we still want to celebrate where anyone is along their journey around their identities. Um, Soleil often says like, you have to come out to yourself first. And if that's where people are, we still want to celebrate that. So it's about being visible and celebrating our community on campus today. Yeah, and creating like a physical space as well and reminding folks that you can go into the center um, and share that space and be in community with others at whatever capacity it is and so I think the biggest piece is like providing community providing programming for these students and being a representation to them as like two non-binary folks and allowing them to know that you can come into your queerness and at whatever stage in life and however that looks like for you and so um, we definitely like emphasize like true authentic self thriving um, Um, but more so of like not always having to live in this survivorship and that you can celebrate joy like one way or another. And so we really try to exist in that within ourselves to show these students and these folks that no matter how hard the world is and um, how hard things get, like you can still find those pieces within yourself um, at whatever capacity too. And if people want to get in contact with you guys, where can they find information on that? Yeah, the best place to stay connected with the Pride Center, we have a newsletter that comes out every Monday that people can sign up for on our website or physically in the center. Our Instagram is also constantly updated. Uh, We have a Discord server as well for LGBTQ students. Um, So any of those three social media platforms are great, um, or they can just come visit us. We're in the Lori Student Center, 232, down the hall from Sweet Sensations. Awesome. Now, for those that aren't able to see what's going out here today, talk to us about um, what the Pride booth has going on over there and this proud-to-be door. I see there's a door here that's in a box. Talk to me about what's going on. Yeah, so um, we do lots of tabling, one to show the representation, right? And how we said today is coming into queerness. And so we're out here showcasing with, alongside with NAC and El Centro, um, to really reflect the identities that have intersecting um, ways of showing up for students, especially within their queerness and how that looks like. So we had a student, an undergrad that graduated already that created the closet door. Um, and so it's like coming into your queerness physically through a door and showing the flag that you like identify with specifically. Um, but then we're also showing like folks like our history month this month of all the different programming that we offer. Uh, we had a student staff, our graphic designer, Ali, make like three different types of posters that are just like really affirming and validating in a lot of ways. Um, so not only providing like the physical pieces, but also showing folks that they can be in community and celebrate their queerness in that as well. 
Absolutely. And is there anything yeah. else either of you would like to add? Um, yeah, we're, we're also joined by KCSU. The radio station's been supporting our center on this event for the last like handful of years. So this is one of our longest running events that we do. It's a tradition. The closet being on the, on the plaza is a tradition as well. So we just want to remind people that when you come out, you also come into something. You come into a community. You come into yourself. Um, so we hope people will... Um, this will make some people smile or laugh. And I've been seeing a lot of smiles and laughter today and just hope people will come to our other events this month for LGBTQ History Month. Um, yeah. Wonderful. Thank, Thank you so you. much. You can find more information about the Pride Center on their website, prideresourcecenter.colostate.edu. Thank you for listening to My Campus News Updates. Now on to local news with Portia Cook. I'm Portia Cook reporting your local news. A Fort Collins man grew Colorado's second largest pumpkin ever recorded in his front yard. The behemoth Atlantic giant pumpkin, grown by Brad Bledsoe and which his wife and daughter named Greta, weighed in at 1,729 pounds during Fort Collins Nursery's annual Great Pumpkin Weigh-Off on October 8th. This makes Greta the second largest pumpkin ever grown in Colorado. Greta came in second place to Colorado's heaviest pumpkin named Howie. Howie, a pumpkin grown by Denver-area hobby farmer Chad New, weighed in at 1,783 pounds on October 1st. This shattered Colorado's previous pumpkin record of 1,685 pounds. When you open up your ballot this October, you may notice you are voting in a new district, and here's why. If you see you're voting in a new district for the Colorado legislator or Congress, you're likely just in one of northern Colorado's areas impacted by recent redistricting. According to Molly Bohannon of The Coloradoan, last year, the Colorado Supreme Court approved new district maps from an independent redistricting commission that split up parts of Larimer County for the first time in the congressional districts and separated cities in different ways in Colorado House of Representative districts. The following are the most significant changes in the new house map that may impact you. District 65, which used to cover most of eastern Colorado, now covers Severance, Timnath, Wellington, and Windsor. District 53 previously covered West Fort Collins, but now covers North Fort Collins. District 52, which previously covered East Fort Collins, now covers South Fort Collins. And District 51, which covers Loveland, also was reduced in size and now stretches less to the west. In northern Colorado, the new Senate maps didn't change as much as the new House map, but there are differences around the margins of Senate Districts 14, which is Fort Collins, and 23, a strip of Wellington to the southern Weld County line. Those have both put many people in different districts. In addition, Senate District 15, which includes most of Larimer County outside of Fort Collins, has gotten much larger and now includes much of rural Boulder County. One cow-calf is dead and another is significantly injured by a wolf attack in Jackson County. Colorado Parks and Wildlife spokesperson Travis Dunkson told the Coloradan that they received a report of two injured calves on Sunday. Each calf weighed 110 to 150 pounds on a ranch near Pole Mountain, which is about 15 miles southwest of Walden. An investigation conducted by wildlife officers confirmed the injuries were from wolves in a north pack that has been responsible for multiple attacks on cattle and cattle dogs in the area since December. Both investigations are ongoing. Currently, wolves are a federally endangered species in Colorado, and it is illegal to kill wolves in the state except to protect human life. The penalty for illegally killing a wolf in Colorado is a fine of up to $100,000, up to one year in jail, and possible loss of hunting privileges for life. Local music is a sample element of every city around the world, but unique to every community. KCSU will showcase a part of our International Local Music Exchange, a radio show and podcast collaboration with college radio stations around the world. All participating stations are sharing their local music community with the world. Listen to the podcast at kcsufm.com.
I'm Portia Cook reporting your entertainment, events, and music news. Colorado State University is celebrating Homecoming and Family Weekend. This year's Homecoming and Family Weekend festivities will kick off today, October 13th, on the new Belgium porch at Canvas Stadium from 4 to 6 p.m. Today's kickoff will include a photo opportunity on the field, food trucks, Ram Pride and stalwart memories, and a cash bar for those of age. In addition to the Homecoming and Family Weekend kickoff event, the Distinguished Alumni Awards will also take place today from 5 to 7 p.m. in the Lori Student Center. According to Colorado State University, the CSU Alumni Association celebrates Distinguished Alumni yearly during Homecoming and Family Weekend with the Distinguished Alumni Awards. The program recognizes CSU alumni who have distinguished themselves professionally, brought honor to the university, and have made significant contributions of time and or philanthropy to the university and their community. As for tomorrow, Friday, October 14th, the homecoming festivities continue with parents and family program interest sessions, including but not limited to finding your home, housing options for next year and beyond, experience education abroad, a Ram on Wheels, a community hop-on, hop-off bus tour, and more. Friday's events also include a Rams Against Hunger open house, award and award receptions, a festival in the Oval, and one of CSU's favorite homecoming traditions, Friday Night Lights. Saturday continues with the CSU Alumni Marching Band at Canvas Stadium, a 5K race, multiple tailgate gatherings, and the CSU versus Utah State football game at 5 o'clock p.m. at Canvas Stadium. Specific times and locations for Fridays and Saturday homecoming events can be found at homecoming.colostate.edu slash events. The Fort Collins Museum of Discovery presents It's Not Easy Keeping It Green, Sustainable Turf Management with Colorado State University's Dr. Tony Koski. The presentation is being held this evening, October 13th at the Fort Collins Museum of Discovery in the Otterbox Digital Dome from 7 o'clock p.m. to 8 o'clock p.m. During the presentation, Dr. Tony Koski will give insight into methods for cultivating your own more sustainable lawn. Registration for this event is required and tickets are available at a pay-what-you-can pricing. Registration and tickets for this event can be found on the Fort Collins Museum of Discovery website. I'm Portia Cook and that's all for today's local music events and entertainment news. You can find the most up-to-date music, entertainment, and events schedule on the KCSU events calendar. The KCSU events calendar can be found on the KCSU website at kcsufm.com under the event calendar dropdown. Now, listen to music directors Bailey and Bridget go over their favorite singles, albums, music news, and much more in KCSU's new monthly segment, podcast, The Monthly Wrap-Up. Hello, I'm Bridget. And I'm Bailey. And you're listening to the Monthly Music Podcast. And on this podcast, we dive deep into our everyday music with episodes that include interviews from artists, concert reviews, curating our staff picks, and more. This podcast, we're going to run through all the biggest moments in music this month. Our hits and misses, songs blown up, shows that have happened, and the biggest pop culture news. And September was quite a month. We are just going to hop into it with some hits from our albums that got released this year. And my top album of September is the Joe album. You would pronounce it Joe, right, Bailey? Yeah, I think it's Joe. Okay. It looks like the Joe. The Joe. 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 Joe's album. I just feel like that's so informal. Um, But Joe's album, Decide, was a new psychedelic rock, would you say, album? Yeah, it was more electronic. Um, It was definitely, it wasn't, I think a lot of times when you think of psychedelic rock, you think of stuff like Tame Impala. Yes. And this was not very Tame Impala, I didn't think. Yes, I think, I would completely agree with you. I think there was aspects, I mean, We've discussed this before. Tame Impala is kind of, you describe psychedelic rock with Tame Impala because for like beginners, just to be like, this is an example. It defines the genre. Yes. So of course people are going to be like, oh, this is Tame Impala-esque. But I really think he just got some groovy bass lines and did a lot on, it's more electronic. Yeah. I also think it's more, if I were to describe this album like if I were to relate it more to a band that is around right now, I'd say like post animal psychedelic porn crumpets. Mm-hmm. I don't think I actually fun fact. He uh, wasn't post animal, <laughs> which is kind of funky. Yeah. So I definitely, if anything, it sounds like post animal cause now he's solo. Yeah. And I just, if 
I could describe this album in one word. It would be mysterious. I, I think agree. It gives mysterious little vibes. And it was definitely a breakthrough album for him, I think. Um, Absolutely. His debut album was Roddy, right? Was Or am I just making that up? I don't know. <laughs> I think this was like the first one of his albums that I like really made an impact on me and that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's a memorable album. Yeah, and I think that's what is so special about this album and his career is like it's it's the album that's gonna elevate him. Um yeah. my top tracks were End of Beginning, Figure You Out, and I don't know what else. Oh, Runner. Uh great songs. I honestly love all of them. Did yeah. you have any top tracks? Um, I think that basically covers it. Yeah, for that album, I thought they were yes. all really great. Mm-hmm. Love, love that album. First hit of the month. Yeah, no, and I really don't think there are any songs from that album that I'd listen to and grow and say like, oh, like that's a terrible song. Like I really didn't like that. I thought yeah. the whole album was cohesive, and every song off it was like a song I would listen to individually. Yep, I one hundred percent agree with you. So my top pick from this month was Self-Titled by Marcus Mumford. I really like this album. It's not self-titled as in titled Marcus Mumford. It's like the title is Mm self-titled, which I think is kind of a funky little thing for him to do. Yeah. I like when artists are ironic with their titles. They're never going to call it Marcus Mumford. They're always just going to call it self-titled if if you named it Marcus Mumford, you know? So yeah, I thought that was funny. Yeah, it's a great album. It's very much more like more recent Mumford and Sons, I would mm-hmm. say. But I think you can really see like the songwriting really shines in the lyricism of this album. Mm-hmm. And it's really great. There are features from Claro, Phoebe Bridgers, and Brandy Carlisle, mm-hmm. who are three, I think, workhorse musicians that <laughs> we yeah. all love. They can do no wrong in my eyes, uh, music-wise. No, Obviously, they put out everything that's so great. And what's funny about this album is I didn't really listen to it. And then we discussed it a couple weeks ago. And it has been, like, all over my For You page. And I've just seen it everywhere. Yeah, people, like eat up that phoebe bridger song it's so um, great it's called Stonecatcher. Stonecatcher. it's mm-hmm. one of my top tracks from the album yeah. i also really loved the song grace mm-hmm. which i'm pretty sure was one of the lead singles from the album and i just really like it i think it's um more experimental than mumford and sons goes mm-hmm. which is to say like it's not very experimental it's just like i feel like it's more creative than a lot of the work that they did with mumford and sons especially like in the later years mm-hmm I agree with you, and it was a great album. I didn't really listen to it that much, so that's why I can't put in a lot of input. No, yeah, I and I will be honest about that, but I trust your opinion. So, oh, that means a lot to me, <laughs> of course. Um, we're gonna move on to some albums that we did not think hit. We kind of like thought they could have done better, and I know this is a controversial opinion, but I'm just gonna bring up right now. Louie by Kenny Beats. I love Kenny Beats. I think he's a great producer and I really enjoyed the album as a whole. I don't think the beats were bad. I just am not into the like, would you describe it as like lo-fi music kind of? Like I'm not really into music without lyrics. Yeah, no, I Unless I'm like editing a video, maybe even studying. Like studying, I still listen to like slow music with lyrics. Yeah. So that's why it was just a a miss for me because I... I don't see myself listening to it a lot and I was really excited for this album and I do think he's really talented and I was like great debut album but there were some features here and there but it was like muted I don't know yeah no I agree I think it very much gives like 14 hour loop yeah (laughs) (laughs) lo-fi study beats on YouTube um Mm -hmm. which I think I really enjoyed that type of music but it's not for everyone. It's not for every occasion. Mm-hmm. And for this album, I was really looking for some more features. Yep. And I, we didn't get any. That's, I would agree with you. Like even the features weren't, uh, it wasn't like featuring this artist. It was kind of no. just like, oh, you had to guess who that was, which is sometimes fun. But again, just um, not what I was hoping for. No, like definitely yeah. could have been mm-hmm. not better. I wouldn't say just like not for me. Is how I'm going to say no, it. Yeah, I think it was a great album, um, but it just like is a good album. It's not like one of the ones that I expected to, that I expect to stand out in the future. Mm-hmm. And I, before I heard it, I expected that. Yeah, wh- I would 100% agree with you. Did you have any albums that missed? 
I don't think I had, mm-hmm. I didn't have any albums that I was really looking forward to this month per mm-hmm. se. So just because I've been a busy girl. So there wasn't anything that I really wanted to be great that wasn't great. Everything that I was like mostly looking forward to was pretty good. Um, we're going to move on to some songs now that in my mind was a hit was Pink Venom by Blackpink. Bailey here, we have had heated conversation about K-pop. I, she's opening her mouth too. She wants to say something, but I'm going to finish. No, I'm finishing this <laughs> because it was delightful. I loved it and it just makes me feel like a boss. <laughs> That's what I'm going to stop the sentence as. A boss, you fill in the blank. Um, yeah, and it just, it's one of those songs that like when I'm having a bad day, like Blackpink will just start singing to me and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like it's that pink venom, you know, performance wise, not really there. And album wise wasn't really there. Actually, that would be another album miss of mine is just Blackpink's album. But this song was like, ooh, it's that pink venom. It's that pink venom. Okay, you can go on now. Um, I don't really have anything to add to that other yeah. than I don't really like K-pop. Just fundamentally, I'm not a K-pop fan. Yeah. Um, and it's not for everyone. So, you know, I guess nothing really is for everyone. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, these are also all just our opinions. Yeah. Like, we're not right or wrong. It's just, no, like, yeah. how we're feeling. Yeah. So I get it. For me, K-pop, just, like, very overly poppy music. This is going to sound so pretentious, and I promise <laughs> yeah. I'm not the worst person in the world, Ooh. but very, like, overly, like, produced, mm-hmm. plasticky yeah. pop music. Mm-hmm. I just don't like it, and, and I, I think that a lot of K-pop is that. Yeah, and I completely agree with you, but I think maybe that's why I do like it, is because I'm like, yeah. I I just think it's ironic how poppy it is, and then you're just like, wait, this is kind of good. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Like, no, it, I agree. So, like, there's certain occasions where I'm like, it's a K-pop day and I only listen to K-pop and it's just very yeah. fun, but I completely get it. It's very, very poppy, but sometimes I'm just like, I love pop. No, yeah. <laughs> you know? I think that's great. I mean, it's yeah. made to be palatable. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's made to be sold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In which I don't think that that is a bad thing necessarily. Like it's working as an mm-hmm. industry. K-pop is a big industry and it's yeah. they're doing things things are happening i just don't think that that's i like to listen to music that in my opinion is more raw and more real mm-hmm. and like conveys actual emotion because music is art and art is meant to convey emotion and i just don't get that from k-pop but for all mm-hmm. the people out there that are k-pop stands and pop stands i support you yeah. I think you listen to what you want to listen to and don't let anybody tell you that mm-hmm. the music that you like to listen to is bad music. I 100% agree with that. I mean, it's pop music is short for popular. So it's yeah. popular for a reason because it's very digestible. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, even though, yeah, we want music to be artistic and make you feel something. Yeah. Sometimes the lyrics are just everyone can relate to. So that's why it's popular. Um, I do think what's funny, I just Googled it because I was really curious. Um, K-pop makes over 756 million US dollars a year and 6.8 trillion won. A lot of money. A lot of money in that industry. So I just think K-pop and pop are two different things. We can talk about this for 20 more minutes. No, yeah, I agree. Um, But great song. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I agree. Did you have any songs that were hits or misses? A song that I thought was a hit, or that I originally expected to be a hit, but that turned out to be a miss, was Stained Glass by Field Medic. Mm-hmm. I was really looking forward to the new Field Medic album that's coming out soon, because I'm just a big Field Medic fan. I thought Field Medic could do no wrong before I heard this song. <laughs> and after I heard it, I was like, ugh. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. And I really expected to like it. And then on the first listen... I must have been like not paying attention that well because I was like, oh my God, this is great. Love, Love it. Yeah. And then I went back and listened to it again right before we were supposed to record this podcast the first time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm, it's not good. <laughs> not good. <laughs> no, it's like, it's Field Medic. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like Field Medic and I love the way Field Medic sounds. But I thought it could have been more interesting and more creative and could have taken some more liberties and it didn't. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like looking forward to the album less than Mm -hmm. I had been before. I'm really sorry to hear that. It's always, but like you have to understand too, like, 
Taylor Swift, right? Yeah. None of her singles with the most peace and loved, I'm a Swifty till I die, are good. <laughs> Shake it off, please. Hold the phone, right? Like, yeah, there good. are better songs off that album. Yeah. And then the album was like one of the biggest albums of that year, you know, and like made mm-hmm. so much money and it was huge. So, like, even though this song is awful, it's still not give it a, awful. Well, not just it made you, yeah, it's not. <laughs> you it know just what I mean? Ruined the experience of the album coming no, out. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, but I still, you know, you never, you want to be hopeful a yeah, little bit, right? No, I'm still gonna listen to the album. I'm not gonna be like, oh, now I hate Field Medic. <laughs> He's the worst. Yeah. Like, I'm definitely still gonna listen to it, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep an open mind about the rest of the songs because yeah. I do think Field Medic is one of the great talents that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like as we're entering like the folk like stomp and holler resurgence. Mm-hmm. I oh, think I love that. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. and I think Field Medic is going to be a big part of that. Yeah, but not if this album sucks. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna never mind. I was gonna go on to like a little tangent about no, go what on, you were go on to a tangent. Well, speaking about folk coming up, how was camp last night? Oh. <laughs> It was a great show. I really enjoyed it. I went with um, my bestie and my other bestie. And two besties. <laughs> two besties. And it was besties great. Three besties doing their thing. And I wish I had gone to both nights and I didn't. And I'm sad about that. But it was Are beautiful you- mm-hmm. and it rained. Oh, but it was like a vibey rain. Yeah, rain at Red Rocks when it's vibey like that. Especially when it's beautiful. camp. Like camp is really mm-hmm. good music to listen to in the rain. Yeah. Oh. I'm so glad it was a fun experience for you. Um, we're going to get into songs that are blowing up on TikTok this month, and they're not new at all. I mean, I would no. say one of these is new, um, but the rest, not at all. And I just think it's fun to look at every month the songs that are kind of getting traction. I mean, yeah. Kate Bush is the best example we have of the song that came out in the 80s and then hit number one on the charts in 2022. That was crazy. Yeah, because of TikTok. So I just think this is a fun segment we're going to have. And and the first song we're going to talk about is Evergreen by the one and only Amar Apollo. Chef's Kiss. Love, love. him. Love. Yeah. And lip singing that, just like reminiscing on that one person that made you feel that way um, is just Yeesh. very... See, what do you call that pop music, though? It's no, not. No, because it's like R&B. It's R&B, but like it's popular. Uh, yeah, but I think... But if you Google Amar Apollo, right, it's just like pop funk. Doesn't R&B, it? Straight up. Well, is it because it's like popular R&B? <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. See, that's that's when we get in the question of pop, like pop music. Anyway, that's like so off topic. I was just curious what you thought. Um, Amar Apollo's amazing album, Ivory, came out in uh, April, March of last year. And I loved it. And the deluxe album came out in August. Um, and ever since then, he's just been really like, it's a double blow up. Like, yeah. what do you like? He blew up a little bit when the album first came up, and then the deluxe album came out, and it just it did it again. Yeah, I don't even think he really. Also, I just googled Omar Apollo, and mm-hmm. it says R and B slash soul. It does oh. not say anything about pop music. I was reading an article. Sorry. Um, Sorry. you're probably more right because I literally just googled it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. But I think that he didn't even really blow up when the album came out. Like, I barely heard anything. I didn't hear anything from any, like, more mainstream sources. Mm -hmm. Well, NPR was eating it up, I will say. NPR, though, (laughs) is not not mainstream. And it also eats up things that should be eaten up. No, I trust, like, genuinely, NPR's New Music Friday, I live 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 for for it. it. It's It's so trustworthy. It is, and it's also, like... It's public radio. Mm -hmm. You know, like they're not having, it's not like commercial radio where people are paying them to like Mm -hmm. put their music on air. It's like genuinely, it's very similar to KCSU in that Mm -hmm. like it's what we like. Yeah. And it's just people being honest. Yeah. And we say Mm -hmm. this album sucks if it sucks. Yeah. Or I didn't like this album. Yes. Exactly. Um, So I'm really glad that Omar Apollo is blowing up this month because he deserves it. And yes. And the next song that also (laughs) blew up is Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash. Yes. Which is Um, a song I love. Yeah. This was like childhood for everyone, I feel like. No, I agree. Um, and the TikTok trend is favorite. people, yeah, it's a great TikTok trend. It's people running through, what are they even running through? Like, it doesn't even really matter. Just random, like, fields in the dark and carrying items. Like, it doesn't matter what the item is and dropping them. And it's funny. 
Yeah, I saw it on a lot of, um, but I saw it on a lot of sororities and fraternities do it. Yes. And like the big composites, all the pictures. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was funny. It's silly. I think it's a great trend. It's harmless and it's just, it's like, how creative can you be? What are you holding? You know, like traffic yeah. cone, but then you're holding like a whole toilet um, <laughs> and, then, like, and you're just sprinting down the street in the middle of the night. And I just think it's funny. And this is a classic. Everyone knows Johnny Cash and loves yeah. Johnny Cash. So. And the part of the song that they choose for this trend or whoever chose it it was a great choice because it's the horn section yeah from the intro it's yeah which is so funny Mm -hmm. so iconic too yeah love um let's talk about the next song yeah the next song is bizcochito (laughs) by rosalia (laughs) i made you introduce this one because i have no like i still don't understand it the song I, no i understand this <laughs> no <laughs> i don't really understand the trend either i think okay. it's just people looking at how hot they are to rosalia question mark? like chewing gum i love this album though i will say like rosalia is so slow. yeah um like the song and then they just chew gum to it yeah i think they are chewing gum and showing off like their makeup looks oh okay i just saw rosalia's like actual tiktok about it and yeah. like she was just like in different places chewing gum like I wish you guys can like see us right now, just like with the like little, oh like, yeah, like a weird look on your face, like a like what are you yeah, doing look yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Um, the next song is "Bad Habit" by Steve Lacey. I feel like I don't need to explain this one. It's just a huge song. It's catchy. People like to play it on TikTok. Yeah, but this came out in August, July. People are loving it. Yeah, it's. I think it is comparable. We were actually talking about this earlier. I think it's really comparable with "Heat Waves" as a song. And Briggy <laughs> right. actually brought that point up. It was not my idea. It was Briggy's. And yeah. I think it's a great song. And I really love to l- listen to it now. But in three months, am I going to love to listen to okay, it? Okay. My thing with Heat Waves, right? Heat Waves came out a year before it got popular. Like That's true. a full year. I remember like last summer, right? It got really big. Yeah. It was like 2020, a uh, spring, right before the pandemic, that album came out. So like it took a whole year for Heat Waves to like catch like some traction i would say yeah bad habits off the bat was just like like you know that's a good song and everyone was listening to it i don't even think it was one of the lead singles off the album no um i forget what i think it was mercury was the lead single yeah um but i can get where you're coming from because heat waves was everywhere bad habits is everywhere and both albums for each artist are gonna are elevating them to the yeah. next level um but i think it's also gonna be like heat waves in the way that like when i hear heat waves now i'm like jesus <laughs> i still like it <laughs> no Sometimes but all i think, think about, about is you <laughs> it's a good song but like yeah i it's everywhere and it's gonna be everywhere for a while and mm-hmm. like we better buckle in now what are some shows that happened or that you went to this month um, I went to Mild High Club at the Aggie Theater. It was very groovy and um, very chill. I love Mild High Club. Yeah. And especially living in the Mile High State, I was like, ooh, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's like cool. Um, I went to Flume as well at Red Rocks. Not my vibe. Um, Flume is a great artist. I it's just, a specific vibe. I understand. Yeah. Like I've never been and it's like house music. I would, mm-hmm. it's not like an EDM concert, but it's definitely just house music. So I've never been to one. Uh, don't really plan on going to one in the future, but it yeah. was fun. Um, and I just wanted to bring this up because I was so upset that I couldn't attend. But Lady Gaga's Chromatica Ball was <laughs> happening. And it was just in like certain states. I think it was like mm-hmm. in like Germany, Paris, New York, and LA. So like, of course, Denver. Like I could not afford to go. Yeah. Um, it looked magical. I want to go to Lady Gaga concert so much. And it just, I I love her. And it was just huge. And I don't know. It was like stadiums. Yeah. So I just wanted to mention that Chromatica Ball did happen. Did I attend? Unfortunately not. No, yeah, I understand that. What about you? What um, shows? So I saw Shaky Graves at Oof. Red Rocks and I it is known to the station. I'm a big Shaky Graves mm-hmm. fan. I've seen him so many times. He's from yeah. my hometown. I didn't know that actually. Yeah, he is. He's from Austin, Texas. Oh, and yeah. he has um like 10 years ago or something, the city of Austin, like city council dedicated a day to him. So he has like his shaky graves day and it's in February. I Mm -hmm. believe it's February 9th. Um, But every year he does this fundraiser where he puts all his albums 
uh, and like everything he's ever done, even if it's not an album, mm-hmm. on Bandcamp for you to purchase. Uh, mm. And it's pay what you want, and all the proceeds go to a charity that he chooses, and he chooses a different one every year. And I think it's really cool. Oh my gosh, I think I just fell in love with him. I, I was just silent there, like, no way. Yeah, he's so cool. Um, and I really love his music. I'm a huge fan. And mm-hmm. I got to see him at Red Rocks, which was really special because yeah. it was like my new home and my old home, like coming together. Yeah. And it was really fun. That is so amazing. Mm-hmm. I also, I missed Green Sky Bluegrass at Red Rocks Oof. and I wanted to see them. Didn't end up happening, but yeah. that's okay. Mm-hmm. And another show that I went to, which is probably the best show I've been to in a while mm-hmm. was Nick Shoulders at the Aggie. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible show. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. The I can't even tell you how good it was. It was mm-hmm. so fun. He kept the energy of the crowd going just right. Mm-hmm. And like his banter was funny. He was very um it was very political, mm-hmm. but like in a way that I really thought was cool. It's mm-hmm. very like anti racist country music. Oh, I love yeah, and then he has songs about, like, not getting caught up in, like, the establishment and, like, living your life a certain way to please a certain type of person and more, like, living for your own self. I and love I that. that was cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, I'm glad that you went and you had a great time. I was kind of dry on concerts in September, so I'm hoping October. Yeah, when, I, when we do this podcast for October... It's going to be great. I'm going to, I went to a concert last night. I have four more this week. That's insane, honestly. I know. Why do I do this to myself? I don't know, but it's fine. <laughs> I enjoy uh, it. Yeah. We're going to get into the pop culture news that happened this month of September. And the first thing on our list is Grimes and her new ear elf surgery. Um, my notes say she has been very vocal about wanting elf ears and posted a photo on Instagram with the caption, I did something crazy, which led to a lot of fans to believe she got the surgery. She also had like IVs, I think on her and like some bandages on her ears. So it's like, did she get the elf ears? And honestly, if one artist is going to get elf ears, it's going to be Grimes. Yeah, Yeah. Like it's Grimes. They're weird as it gets. Basically. Yeah. I love Grimes so much. I'm so sorry. I know that some people are like, what? But it's definitely their music is just, yeah. For me, it's definitely like a separate the art from the artist kind of thing. Oh, one hundred percent. And there's like a certain line where you can't separate the art, like you literally yeah, for like this, can't. Yeah, but like you for can. this, like what did what did Grimes do? She's just a little bit she's funky, just quirky. Yeah, had a baby with someone that I don't support. Personally. Yeah, no, one hundred percent agree with you. Um, but happens to the best of us, honestly. Yeah, you know, it's not her fault. Um, um but well, <laughs> yes. The next one is Omar Apollo and Frank Ocean? Question mark Are they? dating are they not um i think they are so recently social media fans started to put certain clues together regarding a potential relationship between ocean and apollo in short both singers appear to have been on a trip to italy during the exact same time and at the exact same locations which prompted this speculation also his album a lot of people are like it sounds like like frank Frank right yeah like even i was playing uh my boyfriend endlessly off of the deluxe version and he Mm -hmm. literally was like this sounds like a frank ocean song and i was like little do you know this might be about frank ocean because Mm -hmm. i personally think and a lot of people do think they broke up he wrote the album about him because he was like two we can play this game i can make an album just as as good as your breakup albums and then they rekindled and i hope so i agree rooting for them how magical that's so precious um and also in september harry styles uh he had a residency in new york he played 15 nights at madison square garden and actually got his own little like uh flag that uh said something i don't know that's um, insane to me that he has enough fans to sell tickets to 15 nights all the shows were sold out which is insane which makes a lot of sense like he's yeah. great and he is one of the like defining artists of our generation uh-huh. but it's it's crazy to me and right now he is in austin as we're recording this podcast yes starting his residency in the moody center which yes. that sounds so fun to go to Austin. Yeah, a lot of my friends have been there because oh. I grew up in Austin. So yeah. I know a lot of people that are there. And also, um, at Harry Styles concerts in Austin, he's been supporting Beto for governor. Yeah, he was there. Beto was there. Yeah. 
And I think it's funny because Abbott, is that the other guy's yeah, name? Yeah, that's the current. His daughter was at Harry Styles while Beto yeah. was <laughs> Which I was like, that's drama. That's so drama. Like, yeah. But I do really appreciate it. I personally think it's great when artists um, talk about what they believe in politically mm-hmm. because I think there is so much power in art mm-hmm. um, to like change people's minds. And that's like one of the main ways you can create change and i think a lot of times people are like oh he's just like a pop star like he didn't even finish school what does he know about politics and i disagree with that Mm -hmm. yeah you can you i mean there's so much out there for us to research on our own and learn on our own and especially with that big of a platform it is important to share your political beliefs because it's i mean it just it shows who you stand with and in this time of you know just this era of like life it's very important and it's just like it's never been this important to like vote vote. get out there uh and voting is coming up november is coming soon so make sure to get out there um yeah go vote whatever (laughs) you believe in yeah go vote Mm -hmm. um also taylor hawkins had a tribute concert in london and his son uh played my hero uh that was so yes shane hawkins with uh the rest of the Foo Fighters and he played on the drums for his dad and it was just uh chills I watched it in yeah. my music business class I and cried. I was just yeah same it was it was genuinely beautiful yeah and I just want to give him a hug and yeah. I don't know it was he just really great. put his heart like his whole heart and soul he is an amazing drummer he was great yeah, yeah. what is he like 15 uh-huh like no holy idea. moly yeah so it was crazy i love him and i just loved that uh quickly adam levine cheated on his wife <laughs> with, yeah um, that was dumb yeah and she's like pregnant and she's also a victoria's secret model and he cheated on her and and the dms were weird the yeah. receipts that he cheated were some dms that was like that were just like cringy like if someone sent me that mm-hmm. dm i'd be like no yeah no i'm not yeah. wrecking for mm-hmm. this weird gross dm that i just yeah. received and it's like dude people didn't like maroon 5 already and now you're gonna make them hate them even more yes Old their maroon first 5? album what was that the pink uh, the red no. one? um yeah that album i was literally just talking about that with our promotions director yeah songs about jane songs about jane that is yes. I think that is a great album. It's one of my favorite albums. I think that's why they're so popular is because of that album. I, there are conspiracy theories that, um, sold their soul, that they sold their soul for like popularity because all of their singles have like gone super crazy top charts. But no, if you ask anyone what their favorite band is, they don't say like, Oh, I really love Maroon five. Yeah. Literally no one. So I don't, I want to believe that. Have you ever seen Jennifer's body? Yeah. People say that's based on Maroon 5. Really? Yes. So I want to believe it. Again, this is all speculation. Our opinion. Yeah, no, is that true? Like, can you, is there even a (laughs) devil that you can sell your soul to? Like, probably not. Yeah, let's not get into it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, And the last pop culture news is just quickly uh, Young Gravy and Addison's Ray, Addison Ray's mom, they were making out at the VMAs. Also, something else about Young Gravy at the recording of this podcast. Um, so you know the Try Guys drama. Oh yeah. So is he going to try to get with Ariel? Yeah, he's going to no. try to get with Ariel. They follow each other on Instagram now. Her. No, I love Young Gravy. Just like helping the divorced wives who get cheated on. Yeah, the hot moms. Yeah, like go off, Young Gravy. I just think it's funny because this is like music news because he's. I guess I don't he's even know. Technically a musician. Yeah. Technically. Um <laughs> he samples a lot, but like love. Um and it was at the VMAs, which I think it was funny. It was like they were showing literally like the biggest artists of the year, like Lizzo, and then in the background it was Addison Ray's mom and like young making Gravy. out. Like yeah. tongue to tongue, dude. No, absolutely mack it. <laughs> yeah. Swapping that spit. It was just like what it has MTV come to. Do you yeah, know no, I, mean? I agree. I was like, huh? Yeah, it was really <laughs> strange. Um that's it for pop culture news this month. Uh, we're going to finish off some predictions for next month of October and some shows we're going to in October as well. And yeah. Do you want to start off with some predictions of what you're looking forward to? Yeah. So Hosier is dropping a new album. Mm-hmm. Um, the lead single is coming out October 7th. Ooh, that's so fun. So by the time this podcast comes out, 
oh, it will already yeah. come out. That is very exciting. Yeah, very looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Hoping it goes um on the hits for uh for October. Fingers crossed. Fingers so crossed. Um for me, obviously we're gonna talk about it again. The new Taylor Swift album, Midnights, comes out October twenty first, as well as the Arctic Monkeys new album, October twenty first. It's gonna be a crazy midnight. Um like I'm gonna be up all night listening both. Um, I like this resurgence of like 2010s like yeah like grunge rock. era yeah. tumblr um, sleeve because i know the 1975 isn't coming out with their album till like february or january but they've been dropping a lot of singles mm-hmm. um and paramore just is dropping a single also in insane. early october while we're filming this um it's already out um which is yeah crazy so i just like this resurgence of like I just feel like I'm in my Tumblr era is yeah. what it's getting called is the Tumblr era. And I'm really excited for it. Not that I'm a huge Arctic Monkeys fan, but am I going to listen? Yeah. No. Yeah. You I know? agree. I mean, it's like worth the listen. Yeah. And also Way's Blood. Her new album is coming out as well. I don't know the date. A uh, sub hop. Going to be great. Her new single is amazing. Um, it's called It's Not Just Me. It's Everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gorgeous. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited about that album as well. Yeah. Um shows this month you know guys i don't have any planned out and that's what i'm so upset with uh that's fair like i i really wanted to go to Apollo the 27th of october i'm gonna be out of town um mm-hmm. i want to go see muna might be out of town at the time of the recording of this i've already seen camp that was october 4th and then king gizzard and the lizard wizard is doing two marathon shows at red rocks and yes. i'm seeing both of them when is that uh, October 10th and 11th. Ooh. Yeah. And then so far, that's basically it that I have planned out, except for like a couple smaller shows here and there that I'm mm-hmm. going to. Like, I'm going to see um, a show at the Atrium this week, um, a show at some bar in Laporte, mm-hmm. which I'm sure will be great. Yeah. Random shows, I feel like, are the best. Like, genuinely, yeah. I have always loved um, smaller shows. Yeah. You know? They're, I think they're the best vibes. And the shows that you're just like, oh, the ticket's 15 bucks. I have nothing better to do on like my Friday night. And mm-hmm. I've got 15 bucks to spend. Yeah. Burning a hole in my pocket. I think those <laughs> are genuinely some of the best shows I've ever been to. No, like, exactly. That's how the Nick Shoulders show was. And I adored it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. I cannot wait to hear about the shows you go to and the albums that we listen to next month. Do you have anything else you want to add? spread peace and love (laughs) exactly um i want to thank you listener for tuning in and letting us talk about this stuff and always supporting us to hear more podcasts like these check out 90.5 fm on air kcsufm.com on the internet and search kcsufm on spotify to listen to more podcasts um i want to thank bailey and yeah and i want to thank Bricky. yes uh this was very fun and i hope you enjoyed uh make sure you just continue to listen to us and support us and we will see you guys in a couple weeks and next month to do another wrap-up podcast yeah if you want any of your hits misses or concerts um that happened in the month of october make sure to follow us on instagram at kccufm.com dm us i don't know answer our polls uh we want to hear what you guys have of the month of october uh please get involved with this podcast we would love to get listeners involved in a wrap-up podcast so you can also email music at kccfm.com with anything you want to talk about in the month of october uh that surrounds music yeah and yeah thank you peace and love we love you guys so much thanks for listening thanks
Support from KCSU comes from Crazy Carl's. With two locations on West Campus and South on Timberline, you can call in to beat the clock with specials every Monday and Thursday. Every evening after 5 p.m., the time you call is the price you pay for a one-topping large pizza. That's right. The time you call in is the price you pay. More information on drink specials, pay-per-view sports, and weekly specials can be found at crazycarlspizza.com. In environmental news... On Friday, October 7th, Greece ran entirely on renewable energy for five hours. An IPTO statement said, quote, Additional electrical capacity is produced for even larger renewable energy sources penetration, which will make our energy mix even greener in the coming years. With the interconnection development by IPTO on land and water, end quote. Greece is currently aiming for its electrical grid to account for 70% of its energy by 2030 and is currently seeking 30 billion euros in funding for this project. Information from this story comes from the Greece City Times. In other environmental news, Israel will soon start extracting gas from oil and gas fields in the Mediterranean, known as Karish, following a historic deal between Israel and Lebanon. The 332 square miles in this sea have been under ownership disputes for years, but under this new deal, the region now falls into Israel's and Lebanon's waters. CNN said, quote, The historic agreement does not affect land borders, but it is likely to ease security and economic tensions for both nations, end quote. Information from this story comes from CNN. 76 people died after a boat capsized in Nigeria. Floods within the region are now swallowing up houses, according to CNN. There are now 600,000 environmental refugees within the area due to this flood. This year alone, 300 people in the country have died due to flooding, according to CNN. Thank you for listening to my environmental news updates. Now on to national news. In national news, an ex-cop in Texas shot a teen last week. And now this cop has been arrested. The unarmed teen was eating a hamburger in his car last week when James Bernard shot him, leaving him in critical condition. After this incident, he was fired from the San Antonio Police Department. Bernard was at the restaurant responding to an unrelated incident when he said that he believed the teen was in a car that had previously evaded him at a traffic stop and continued to say that he believed the car was stolen. Without knocking on the car's door, Bernard approached the car and proceeded to immediately open the door and asked the teen to step out. The teen responded, what, to Bernard. Then the police officer stepped back and fired multiple shots at the teen, even as he attempted to drive away. Information from this story comes from USA Today News. An audio was leaked last week featuring three city council members in L.A. saying racist comments. Now huge crowds outside the Los Angeles City Hall and even President Biden are calling for all three of these members to resign. The council members have apologized for their comments, but have yet to resign. A member of the council, Nuri Martinez, is heard in the audio saying that the county's district attorney candidate shouldn't be elected because he is, quote, with the blacks, end quote. Martinez announced that she will be taking a leave of absence from the council. Information from this story comes from NBC. If you're like many other people in the country and go to Starbucks maybe a little too often, you may actually be thankful for that decision. As of yesterday, Wednesday, October 12th, you can now earn more than just Starbucks stars when you order. You can now earn one mile for Delta Airlines with every dollar you spend at Starbucks. To be able to get this award, customers must link their Starbucks and Delta Skyline Miles accounts. If customers link these accounts by December 1st, they can earn an additional 500 points and 150 Starbucks stars. Information from this story comes from CNN. In other national news, the newest version of the COVID-19 booster has been approved by the FDA for children as young as five. Despite this approval, before children this young can receive this shot, it has to be recommended by the CDC, according to CNN. A Pfizer spokesperson said to CNN that, quote, 
Pfizer has the capacity to ship up to 6 million pediatric doses in the first seven calendar days, following EUA approval, without any impact to distribution output of the doses for individuals 12 and older, end quote. The FDA has found that if more people within the United States get the COVID-19 booster, more than 90,000 deaths could potentially be prevented. Information comes from CNN. Thank you for listening to my national news updates. Now on to you and Pert for your updates on CSU Sports. I'm Ewan Pert and welcome to this week's RMR Sports Update. We have five teams, six teams to talk about today. Those being volleyball, football, women's tennis, women's soccer, cross country, and women's swim and dive. Up first, we have volleyball, who is 12 and 5 on the season after splitting last week uh, with a one and rec- one and one record in their two games. The volleyball team is looking to get back in the win column at Fresno State later this week and then San Diego State to cap off the week. Football is now 1-4 on the season, finally taking their first win of the season in Nevada in dramatic fashion. The Rams football team will be looking to get another win here in Fort Collins as they host Utah State at the end of the week. Women's tennis will be playing in the ITA regionals from the middle of the week through the end of the week. Women's soccer is now 4-4-6 four and four and six on the season. The good news is that the soccer team ended the tie streak finally. The bad news is it ended with a loss in a game in Nevada. The team will be going into this week with the hope of taking a win in the middle of the week at Air Force and then at Colorado College at the very end of the week. Cross country, uh, after taking the Wyoming Invitational first place and Roy Griak Invitational fourth place, the cross country team is heading into another competition at the Nuttycomb Wisconsin Invitational at the end of the week. Women's Swim and Dive, after last week's competition in Fresno at the Chick-fil-A Invitational, the Swim and Dive team will be competing against the Colorado School of Mines and New Mexico State in Golden at the end of the week. I'm Ewan Pert, and this has been your Sports Update of the Week. Thank you for listening to the Rocky Mountain Review. Hey, this is Neil from War Tapes, and you're listening to KCSU. 90.5 FM, your radio. Portia Cook with your Fort Collins weather forecast for today, Thursday, October 13th. Today was warm and sunny with a high of 70 degrees. Tonight, you can expect clear skies and a low of 40 degrees. As for Friday, you can expect sunny skies and moderate winds with a high of 75 degrees. This weekend starts to cool down a bit with Saturday's temperature reaching a high of 66. Sunday cools down even more with cloudy skies and a high of 60. And for next week's weather, you can tune in for the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins. I am Portia Cook with your KCSU weather report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. And that's all for today. We just wanted to thank Damian Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. We'd like to thank our guest today, our news producer, Reese Granger, as well as the rest of the staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. And I'd like to thank you, Portia. And I'd like to thank you, Kira. And finally, we couldn't do this without you. Dear listener, thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under news or podcast. You can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we'll see you next time.